0: The Finding Clarity Podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerbensville Christian Church where we seek to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and a Christian life. So each week we put together a podcast to answer a question that is on the minds and hearts of some folks that maybe they're wrestling with or somebody has asked them and they're trying to find an answer. So this week we're going to talk about a question that really... We've heard the issue raised. You maybe know somebody that probably fits in this category, and maybe you've heard some preachers, or you've heard someone say that this can't possibly be so, and so here's what we're going to wrestle with. We're going to wrestle with the question about what is a carnal Christian? What is a carnal Christian? So that's what we're going to look at today. Now, first of all, when we talk about a carnal Christian, I need to really address what does the Bible say about a carnal Christian, and so we're going to see that from 1 Corinthians chapter 3. We're also going to talk a little bit about the abuse of the concept, because there's a lot of folks who have a concept of carnality, of someone being a carnal Christian, but they maybe have an abusive thought about it with regards to somebody else, and sometimes it has to do with a family member. And then we're going to talk about how long can somebody be in this state of carnality? How long can a true Christian believer be a carnal believer? And then we're going to wrap it up with how do you deal with somebody who's a carnal believer? How do you deal with them? So let's get right into it. So let's talk about what does the Bible say about a carnal Christian? So let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Look at verse 1. Here's what Paul says, and I, brethren, could not speak to you as spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. I fed you with milk, not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it, and even now you are not able, for you are still carnal. For where there is envy, strife, divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? Okay, so from these verses, here's what we're going to see about a carnal believer. Actually, I'm going to describe the carnal believer in several ways. Number one, the carnal believer is immature about his faith. He's immature about his faith. How do we see that? Look at the very first verse there. I, brethren, could not speak to you as spiritual people, that's mature people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ, as someone who hasn't grown up in their relationship with Jesus. Now, let me just stop for a moment. You might be saying, well, well, it's possible, George, that there were new Christians there. No, no, you need to understand Paul's expecting them to be mature. He's expecting them because he's the one who planted this church. He knows who he's writing to. He's expecting them to have grown in maturity. So the first thing we're going to see about a carnal Christian is that they are in a continual state of immaturity. They haven't grown up. Here, in fact, he goes on and says, I fed you with milk and not with solid food for until... Now you were not able to receive it. Even now you're still not able to receive it. What's going on here? He says, I gave you basic elementary things of the Christian faith. That's what he's referring to here as milk, because you couldn't handle deeper things. You couldn't handle more than that. And he said, really, up till now, you still can't handle it. You still can't handle having something beyond just basic teaching. Then he goes on in verse 3, and he says, For you're still carnal. What does that mean? Again, the word carnal there is talking about being fleshy. Not being spiritual, but being fleshy in your approach. That is being guided by your sinful desires and emotions. How do we know that? Because he said, where there is envy, strife, and divisions among you, are you not carnal, behaving like mere men? Here's what he's saying you're still acting like unsaved people because you're envious of each other, you are very much fighting with each other, and you're causing divisions among yourself. So the other thing I want to point out about a carnal believer is is that their life evidence is not the fruit of the Spirit, but rather the fruit of the flesh. We see that in Galatians chapter 5. And look what he says, verse 19, now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousy, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I told you before, just as I've told you in the times past that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. So the reality is is that a carnal believer is somebody who has put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ, but they haven't grown up. They're still continuing to exhibit in their lives the flesh, the deeds of the flesh, The sins of the flesh. Now, since we have a biblical concept of what a carnal believer is, let's talk about the abuse of that concept. Because here's what happens. Here's the abuse that happens. The problem is, is that we sometimes have people who profess to believe. They profess that they believe in Jesus Christ. They make a proclamation. They walk an aisle. They get baptized. They pray a prayer. And the problem is, is that with that profession, they then go on and continue to live in their old lifestyle without any changes. In fact, there is no evidence in their life of the new birth. No evidence whatsoever. But the problem is, is that we look at them, a lot of folks in the church will look at them, especially if it's a family member, and we'll say, oh, well, they're saved. A lot of times we say that because we want them to be saved. Because we know that if they're not saved, they're going to go to hell. So we say they're saved, but they're just, here's what we say, they're just carnal. Now the problem is, is that that is unbiblical. That's unbiblical. Why do I say that it's unbiblical? Well, let's go to James. James tells us, chapter 2, verse 14, what does it profit, my brethren, if somebody says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? If my brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you do not give them the things which they need for their body, what does it profit? For faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone says, You have faith, and I have works. Show me your faith without works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. Do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Here's what James is saying. Look, you say you believe, wonderful, then show it in your life. Now stop for a moment. He's not talking about that I do things for my salvation. That's not the point here that he's making. But what he's saying is, is that if you are saved, there is going to be evidence in your life that you are saved. And when you have somebody who makes a profession, but nothing changes. And they continue to stay that way for years. And then you say, well, they're just carnal. Folks, that's unbiblical. That's not a proper concept. In fact, there is a way to find out that what I'm saying is true. And we're going to talk about that a little later on. And it has to do with how long can a person be carnal? How long can a Christian be in a state of carnality? Well, the reality is, is that, number one, I believe, I'm going to tell you from the Scripture, why? Because the Scripture testifies to that, First Corinthians chapter 3, that people can be in a state of carnality. However, they can't be in that state forever. Number one, they can't be in that state forever. Number two, they can't be in that state for years without any changes. Why? Because if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, you have the Holy Spirit who's going to be convicting you and moving you towards the reality of change in your life as the gospel takes root and as it goes on. And you will have victory in your life. Because he who has begun a good work with you will continue it until the day of Jesus Christ, until you go to be with him. You're going to be moving forward. Yes, you'll have times of carnality. And there is forgiveness, but to be in a continual state forever, not possible. So let's wrap this up. How do we deal with somebody that we think is carnal? How do we deal with them? Well, you deal with them by addressing the issue. See, a lot of times, especially when you talk to folks who say, oh, well, they're just carnal, nobody's talking to the person that's, quote, carnal. The Bible calls us to talk to them. It calls us to restore them. So over and over in the scripture, Jesus even mentioned it, Matthew 18, go to your brother, for if you've got him, you've gained a brother back. We see that in Galatians chapter 6, verse 1. Let me read you this. In fact, this is, this is basically how we're told to approach people, especially those who are carnal, who are not living right. Listen to this. Brethren, if If a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, you who are mature, restore such a one in the spirit of gentleness, considering yourself lest you also be tempted. So how do you deal with somebody who's carnal? Well, if they're truly carnal, they're going to be responsive to you, but you need to confront them. Now, when I say confront them, you need to to lovingly confront them, gently confront them. Why? Because you're seeking to restore them to their relationship with Jesus. You're seeking to help them mature, not to stay in their sin. Now, here's the point, though. If they're not saved, they are not going to respond well to you talking to them about it. That's something to think about. The Finding Clarity Podcast is a podcast ministry of the Curwensville Christian Church where we seek to answer your questions. You might be saying, well, George, I have a question. How do I get it to you? Well, there are several ways that you can do that. If you attend the services here at the Curwensville Christian Church, we would encourage you just to write out the question, stick it in the offering, or you can hand it to me or talk to me about it, and we'll consider it and possibly look at it here on the podcast. By the way, if you don't have a church home and you live in the Kerbinsville clearfield area, we would encourage you to attend the service here at the Kerbinsville Christian Church. We're located at 700 State Street in Kerwinsville, Pennsylvania. Our service is at 1045 on Sunday morning. We encourage you to come as we learn about Jesus Christ. You can also contact us on our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash FindingClarityPodcast. We encourage you to like the page. Keep up with what's happening on the podcast, what the the episodes are, what the questions are that we're going to be dealing with. But you can also personally message us through that page or just write on our wall and say, Hey, George, I've got this question. Can you answer it? You can contact us through our church webpage, kermansvillechristian.org. Go to the contact page, and you'll see a form there that you can fill out and get in contact with us. You maybe are sitting and listening and you're saying, George, I really appreciate the podcast. I'd like to support the ministry of Kerwinsville Christian Church. How do I do that? Well, you can support us through the Facebook page. You can support us through our webpage. Or you can write us directly at Kerwinsville Christian Church, 700 State Street, Kerwinsville, PA, 16833. Now, next week we're going to look at a question that's closely tied to this issue of carnality in a Christian life. And it has to do with how does God deal with us when we're in a carnal state or when we're in any kind of state of sin. And the question is, does God punish believers? Does God punish believers? Until next week, take care.